So let us now center ourselves in receiving the word shared in today's scripture passage, and it's going to be read by our own compassionate Chris Smith. Thank you. A reading from the gospel according to Mark, chapter 2, verses 23 through chapter 3, verse 6. This translation is from the New Revised Standard Version. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as they made the way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, look, why are you doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence that is not lawful for but any priest, high priest to eat. And he gave some to his companions. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for humankind and not humankind for the Sabbath. So the man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Again, Jesus entered the synagogue and a man was there who had a withered hand. They watched him to see whether he would cure him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, come forward. Then he said to them, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. He looked around at them with anger he was grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out immediately, conspired with the Herodians against him about how to destroy him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Chris. And you are a wonderful blessing for harmony in all of us. Uh, before we receive a special song from Melinda, I'd, I'd like to share a few words about Dr. Larry Hyde Jr., who will share the message with us today. I've, I've had the immense pleasure in knowing Larry for quite a while now, and he is a phenomenal human being. He's a lifelong United Methodist, and not only that, he's a fifth-generation Methodist, and Larry is very active with Harmony Toluca Lake, which includes his involvement in the leadership team for which we are extremely grateful. There's a lot more I could, I could say about this amazing man, and it's all good. And this includes him being a food and travel enthusiast. Uh, currently, Larry is a lecturer and the internship coordinator in the communication studies department with an emphasis in public relations and strategic communications at California State University, San Bernardino. And just so you know, he's about to deliver his first TED Talk tomorrow for C, uh, CSUSB. And his talk is part of a three-hour event. We define the future, and I'll include a, a link to this event in the chat box. So, Larry, thank you for sharing the message with us, and we look forward to hearing from you following Melinda's song, which will now receive Hills and Valleys. I've walked among the shadows, you wiped my tears away. I felt the pain of heartbreak, and I've seen brighter days. And I've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place, and I have held the blood. 
blessings God you give and take away No matter what I have Your grace is enough No matter where I am I'm standing in Your love On the mountains I will bow my life To the one who sent me there In the valley I will lift my eyes To the one who sees me there When I'm standing on the mountain I didn't get there on my own when I'm walking through the valley I know I am not alone you're the God of the hills and valleys hills and valleys God of the hills and valleys and I am not alone I've watched my dreams get broken And you I hope again And no matter what I know I know I'm safe inside your hand On the mountains I will bow my life To the one who saves me there In the valley I will lift my eyes To the one who sees me there When I'm standing on the mountain I didn't get there on my own When I'm walking through the valley I know I am not alone You're the God of the hills and valleys Hills and valleys God of the hills and valleys And I am not alone Father, you give and take away Every joy and every pain Through all you will remain Over it all Father, you give and take away every joy and every pain. Through all you will remain over it all. On the mountains I will bow my life. On the valley I will lift my eyes. Oh, on the mountains I will one who sent me there on the valley I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there when I'm standing on the mountain I didn't get there on my own when I'm walking through the valley I know I am not alone no I'm not Praise the Lord, my brothers and my sisters. This is the day that the Lord has made. And every day that God wakes us up, we should rejoice and be glad and be glad this day that we are not alone. Happy Pride Month. 
Uh, it is always a joy and a privilege uh, uh, to worship with uh, my Harmony family and to be in a faith community uh, that celebrates. We celebrate the diversity uh, that we live and we grow with uh, in our own congregation. Chris has already lifted up beautifully the scripture this morning, but I want to just focus, uh, uh, reread the two or three verses that I'm going to focus on uh, in uh, Mark, the third chapter, verses three through five, and it reads as such. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, come forward. Then he said to them, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath to save life or to kill? But they were silent. He looked around at them with anger. He was grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was restored. This morning for just a few moments, just a few minutes, uh, I want us to focus around the subject born this way, born this way. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for another day's journey. We thank you for another beautiful sunrise, another day, oh God, that you have allowed us to see. Now, Spirit of the Living God, Spirit of the Living God, stop by this place and fall fresh upon me, uh, your servant, one more time as I attempt to proclaim your word in this Zoom reality. Oh God, help me to sit down and help your word to stand up and to stand tall and to stand fresh and to fall fresh upon hearts uh, this morning. Oh God, less of me and more of thee is my prayer. God, you are awesome and you are amazing. And for this, we give you thanks. It's in your precious, powerful son, Jesus' name this morning we pray. Amen. Born this way. The great theologian Lady Gaga put it this way in a song. My mama told me when I was young, we were all born superstars. She rolled my hair and put my lipstick on in the glass of her boudoir. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said because he made you perfect, babe. So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far. Listen to me when I say, I'm beautiful in my way, because God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Don't hide yourself in regret. Just love yourself and you're set. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way from the great theologian, Lady Gaga. This morning in the scripture passage that was lifted up, we meet a man who has a withered hand. We don't know whether the man was born this way with a withered hand, but we do know that the religious right of his day, they were getting in the way of his healing. They were getting in the way of his full restoration. We don't know whether the man was born this way, but we do know his withered hand was a condition in which he did not have control. The Pharisees, the religious right of Jesus' day, were getting in the way of the man's healing on the Sabbath. The Pharisees were getting in the way of Jesus fulfilling his divine purpose. These two controversy scenes, one in the grain fields and one in the synagogue, are very important for understanding the gospel of Mark as a whole. They shine a light on why some of Jesus' contemporaries found him offensive to such a degree that they would eventually deem him a grave danger and they want to kill him. The story begins with Jesus' disciples literally making a way through fields. They are not stealing grain as they journey, 
But what concerns the Pharisees instead is the fact that they are traveling and they are gleaning. They are picking grain on the Sabbath. To the Pharisees, this behavior appeals to deliberately neglect the mandate to observe the Sabbath and to keep it holy. Jesus disagrees. He disagrees not because he regards the Sabbath commandment as trivial, but because he sees a larger picture, one that regards the Sabbath in a different light. He turns to another piece of scripture, a story about David to interpret scripture, which is the purpose of the Sabbath. He roughly but not precisely summarizes 1 Samuel 21, a story about David taking consecrated bread that was supposed to be reserved for the priests. Jesus therefore offers a legal opinion, one he derives from scripture itself. He contends that sometimes certain demands of the law are rightfully set aside in favor of pursuing greater values, or meeting greater needs, especially when those greater needs promote a person's well-being and facilitate the arrival of divine blessings. The scene, the scene in the synagogue intensifies the, the conflict over Jesus' authority, his values, and the urgency of his claims. For the Pharisees, for the religious right, Watching, the issue is not whether Jesus has the power to heal the man's hands. It is whether doing so on the Sabbath demonstrates a willful disregard for the law of God, a law that was believed to give good order to life and to provide conditions for encountering God's blessings and God's holiness. Jesus' response to the Pharisees. Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to kill? Indicates that he disagrees with the premise of their suspicions. By orchestrating the man's healing, he does not disparage or break the law in any way. Jesus honors the purpose of the Sabbath commandment. It is as, it is as if Jesus is saying that the chief objective of the law in general is to save and preserve life. Indeed, therefore, what better day is there than the Sabbath, a day meant to promote God's commitment to humanity's well-being for the restoration of a man's withered hand. The event represents a restoration to wholeness, a, a restoration to dignity. It means to promote life and human flourishing, Foretaste of resurrection cannot wait. They extend the Sabbath joy and freedom to all aspects of life. When I read this passage of scripture, when I read this passage of scripture, it's hard for me not to see some modern day parallels. I see the parallels of how the religious right treats LGBTQ people in our modern day society. LGBTQ persons are, are treated differently for being who they innately are. I submit to you this morning that the religious right is neither. They are neither religious nor are they right. I see modern day parallels as our modern day Pharisees declare war on people created in God's image and likeness. I see the Pharisees when conservative Christians refuse to work with same-sex couples while participating in a city-funded foster care program that forbids such discrimination. 
I see the Pharisees. I see the Pharisees as the Florida governor signs the, the Fairness in Women's Sports Act banning transgender women and girls from playing on school sports teams that match their gender identity. I see the Pharisees. I see the Pharisees this morning when folks want to bring challenges to marriage equality and don't want equal protection in the workplace regardless of one's sexual orientation. I see the Pharisees. I see the Pharisees this morning when folks want to refuse services to people because of who they are and who they love because they believe in his scriptural law. This morning, this morning, we find Jesus pressing on. Jesus presses on despite the Pharisees. We find Jesus pressing on to bring health, to bring healing, and to bring wholeness. We see the man with the withered hand pressing forward to receive his blessing. During this Pride Month, during this Pride Month, I, I, I celebrate the ancestors who went before us and, and they bucked the Pharisees and they bucked the laws of the land and they were born this way. This morning, this morning as we celebrate Pride, we praise God for the life and the legacy of Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha P. Johnson, also known as Malcolm Michaels Jr., was an American gay liberation activist and self-identified drag queen. Known as an outspoken advocate for gay rights, Johnson was one of the prominent figures in the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. Johnson was a founding member of the Gay Liberation Front and co-founded the radical street activist group Trans Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, uh, known as STAR, alongside close friend Sylvia Rivera. Johnson was also a popular figure in New York City's gay and art scene, uh, modeling for Andy Warhol and performing on stage with the drag performance troupe Hot Peaches. Johnson was known as the mayor of Christopher Street due to being a welcoming presence in the streets of Greenwich Village from 1987 through 1992. Johnson was an AIDS activist with ACT UP. This morning, this morning as we celebrate pride, we praise God for the life and the legacy of Bayard Rustin. Bayard Rustin was an African-American leader in social movements for civil rights, socialism, nonviolence, and gay rights. Rustin worked with A. Philip Randolph on the March on Washington movement in 1941. He was one of the architects of the March on Washington to press for an end to racial discrimination in employment. He later organized Freedom Rides and helped to organize the Southern Christian Leadership Conference to strengthen Martin Luther King Jr.'s leadership and teaching King about, about nonviolence. He worked alongside Ella Baker and before the Montgomery bus boycott, he helped organize a group called In Friendship. Rustin was a gay man and due to criticism over his sexuality, he usually acted as an influential advisor behind the scenes to civil rights leaders. Upon his death, President Ronald Reagan praised him and on November 20th, 2013, President Barack Obama posthumously awarded Rustin the Presidential Medal of Freedom. This morning, as we celebrate pride, we praise God for the life and the legacy of Audre Lorde. 
Audre Lorde was an American writer, a feminist, a womanist, a librarian, and civil rights activist. She was a self-described Black lesbian mother, warrior, poet, and dedicated her life and her work to confronting and addressing injustices of racism, sexism, classism, capitalism, heterosexism, and homophobia. As a poet, she is best known for technical mastery and emotional expression, as well as her poems that express anger and outrage at civil and social injustices she observed throughout her life. Her poems and prose largely deal with issues related to civil rights, feminism, lesbianism, illness and disability, and the exploration of Black female identity. She described herself both as part of a continuum of women and a concert of voices within herself. Her conception of her many layers of selfhood is replicated in the multi-genres of her work. This morning, this morning as we celebrate pride, we praise God for the life and the legacy of Brother James Baldwin. James Baldwin was an American novelist, playwright, essayist, poet, and activist. His essays collected in notes of a native son explore intricacies of racial, sexual, class distinction in the Western society of the United States during the mid 20th century. One of his novels, If Bill Street Could Talk, was adapted into the Academy Award-winning film of the same name. Themes of masculinity, sexuality, race, and class intertwine to create intricate narratives that run parallel with some of the major political movements towards social change in the mid-20th century America, such as the Civil Rights Movement and the Gay Liberation Movement. These characters often face, uh, Baldwin's protagonists are often, but not exclusively African-American and gay and bisexual men, frequently feature as protagonists in his literature. These characters often face internal and external obstacles in their search for social and self-acceptance. This morning, this morning as we celebrate pride, we praise God for the life and the legacy of Peter Gomes. Peter Gomes was an American preacher and theologian, the plumber professor of Christian morals at Harvard Divinity School and minister at Harvard's Memorial Church. In the words of Harvard's president, one of the great preachers of our generation and a living symbol of courage and conviction. Listed by Time Magazine in 1979 as one of the seven stars of the pulpit, Gomes fulfilled preaching and lecturing engagements throughout the United States and the United Kingdom. In 1991, Gomes identified publicly as gay, though adding that he remained celibate and became an advocate of acceptance of homosexuality in American society and particularly in religion. He says, I now have an unambiguous vocation, a mission to address the religious causes and the roots of homophobia. I will devote the rest of my life to addressing the religious cause against gays. My brothers and my sisters, during this Pride Month, I celebrate the ancestors who went before us and they bucked the Pharisees and the laws of the land. 
they were born this way and they dared to challenge the Pharisees and the religious right of their day. This morning, during this Pride Month, during this Pride Month, I challenge you to challenge the Pharisees and the religious right of our day. I challenge you this morning to place your hope in the one who brings restoration to withered hands. He is the greatest man in history. He had no servants, yet they called him master. He had no degree, yet they called him teacher. Place your hope this day, this morning, in the one who had no medicines, yet they called him healer. He had no army, yet kings feared him. He won no military battles, yet he conquered the world. He is the sort of man that even the winds and the sea obey him, and he can turn water into wine. Place your hope this day into the one who, who committed no crime, yet they crucified him. He was buried in a borrowed tomb, yet he lives today. This morning, my brothers and my sisters, born this way. I love reading biographies and autobiographies. And, and right now I'm, I'm reading the late legendary Cicely Tyson's biography, Just uh, As I Am, which was published like a week before her death. And I've been struck this week by a passage in which she writes. And yet even those who care deeply for us cannot always see our big picture the grand storyline that is destined to unfold before us. They are on their own journeys. And though their paths may run parallel to ours, each is singular in its curves and mileposts, unique in its destination. As much as others want the best for us, they do not necessarily understand God's best. He alone does. The same master who holds the firmaments in the crease of his palms, who commands oceans to recede, who maintains humanity's entire existence with the midst of his breath. That God, the source of time itself, the creator of all life has forever been directing mine. Cicely Tyson. My brothers and my sisters, as, as we reflect on born this way, I wanna go back to the words of the great theologian Lady Gaga. Don't be a drag, just be a queen, whether you're broke or evergreen, you're black, white, beige, shoulder descent, you're lesbian, Lebanese, you're orient, whether life's disabilities left you outcast, bullied or teased, rejoice and love yourself today, cause baby, you were born this way. No matter gay, straight or bi, lesbian, transgender life, I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to survive. No matter black, white or beige, chola or orient made, I'm on the right track. I was born to be brave. I'm beautiful in my way because God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Don't hide yourself in regret. Just love yourself and your set. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, come forward. Then he said to them, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath to save life or to kill? But they were silent. He looked around at them with anger. He was grieved at their harsh hardness of heart and said to the man, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand and the man stretched it out and his hand was restored. This morning, 
we were born this way, baby. God makes no mistakes. We were born this way. In the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, and in the name of God's Holy Spirit, let the people of God this day say hallelujah, hallelujah, and amen.